It's time for matcha talk. Assalamualaikum. It's Samia. And this is Summer. We're going to talk about something really interesting and heavy and light and like what is happening with this world and like are we even <laughs> living this is this real? Heavy and light. Today? I like that. <laughs> <laughs> A lot is happening today. Um yeah, so we'll talk about that inshallah, but I think you guys are probably wondering what happened? Where were we for the past couple of weeks? Because we took a bit of a break. We definitely um, did. Yeah. We definitely did. I had some stuff going on in my life where I overestimated my abilities to multitask. <laughs> and I know Simaji was busy too. So both of us were kind of like, um, let's meet today. Let's meet today. And we kept playing phone tag for a bit. So... While that was happening, we definitely got our organization together during this mini hiatus, but we are back and ready to go. So like you said, we're going to be talking about some heavy slash light stuff. And I'm curious because actually, so much you did some research for this one. So <laughs> yeah, I think we before we recorded, we were talking about this. I'm like, sometimes we talk about topics and we're really passionate about it and we'll bring our personal perspectives and then, but I think the the conversation would be even more valuable if we actually bring some really solid insights. And today, there were plenty of solids inside because everybody, not only Muslims, but it's like a phenomenon everybody is looking at. And that is the prevalence of falsehood when it comes to news or any information online. Ah. When we were growing up, man, when we were growing up, we would see those tabloids, remember, in the cashier? Yes. You know? <laughs> Yeah, and that was that was the epitome of fakeness. That was like, oh my god, I can't believe people even read this, and it was in publication, right? Yeah, Brad and Jolina breaking up, y'all. Oh my god, Brad and Jolina. Yeah, that that's fairly recent. I think it was at that time. I remember Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston. Maybe what were it they was... called? Brad Jen, Jen Brad. I, I, I don't, don't know, know man. <laughs> <laughs> But like all of these things, fake news has definitely been a thing in at least the Western side for quite some time that we have seen, but it just hasn't been called that. And I wonder if that's what you're going to talk about too, is the, the well, way that no, the Well, no, because it has. Changed. Before it was like, they would call it trash, trash news or something that I think those tabloids, they would call them using these kind of terms. It was wrong. But even then it was like, okay, I, I watched this. Or I read this trash talk, right? Like you could differentiate. Even if a person would indulge in that every now and then, they would be like, okay, yeah, I realize that I'm reading tabloids and I know that's trashy, but I'm reading it anyway. But like now I feel it is near impossible to even know if you're indulging into it because it's everywhere. I mean, that false news is literally everywhere. It's embedded. And you know, it's interesting because teaching me how to use our mom, I had to teach her how to use the phone and tablet. And it was very interesting because she would share some news with me or share some things with me. And I would have to say, Mom, is this is this real though? You know, and in the beginning, she would be like, No, but it's, it's official because it's digital in some way right and eventually mm-hmm. now she's gotten to the point she's like summer are you sure because this looks fake to me and but it's the thing where we are given technology but not necessarily taught how to use it 
Now, even before they had magazines, but it was kind of like, okay, you know, this is this kind of a magazine. Read it with a grain of salt. But now you have everything. You don't know necessarily. It looks like an it looks like an official website. I'm not going to go through the hunt. I'm not writing a paper. I'm not going to hunt for an official something. Yeah, it's not even the websites anymore. It's like you're you're looking at social media, which is the biggest thing. And that whole, um, I was looking at this article, libguides.com.edu. And that's what they're talking about. How often do you see fake news? Regularly, 52%. What is the main platform of fake news uh, when it comes to politics? Facebook. You know, uh, they found that the truth rarely reaches more than 1,000 Twitter users. The most pernicious false news routinely reached well over 10,000 people on Twitter. Oh, like, gosh. Can you imagine this? 10,000 people are reading something that is wrong. I mean, clear cut wrong. And they're like, oh, I'm getting my news from here. Yeah, no, that's a shame because they think it's right. <laughs> right? Like they think. Yeah. And it's I don't correct. blame them. I, I mean, okay, I don't blame them because kind of like, you know, I think especially the older generation probably has an easier time getting into it. And what the younger generation and our kind of people do, I think, we just feed into it. Even if we may know this is dubious information, we're like, you know what? It's speaking to my sensibilities. I agree with this. It makes total sense. And I'm going to share this anyway. And older generation, I can excuse, right? I'm like, okay, fine. Like, kind of like you were mentioning about I'm a, a mom. Like, okay, she can maybe get confused at times. But the younger people, like... You what? should know better. But why should they? <laughs> you, know, you know my thing. I always say we need to be taught... This is what we need to be taught in school. How the heck do you appropriately use TikTok, WhatsApp, Facebook, like all of these things? What is the correct way to use them? Because, and I'm sure I've said it on this podcast before too, but it's like the, the, you know, you pretend to be someone else online. So there's that mm-hmm. aspect. What are the consequences of that? But then also this fake news, how to filter, how to actually recognize and uh, turn off the, the part of your brain that actually remembers this info. If you're just consuming content to waste time, that's different, but you need to understand that this is unreliable and you are not able to retain this information versus when you're actively looking for something and you want to retain that info, you need to be taught to first consider how real or valid that info is. And man, I forgot. I was going to like say something, but, but go on. Well, I just, you know, I want to say that we grew up at a certain point, we start noticing these things, right? Like sometimes at some point things become clearer and you begin to recognize okay this is a good thing and this is a bad thing and for me that i can remember two times where i was like really hit with this what is happening void you know the first one was uh the 2016 presidential election that's when i really started noticing what in the world is happening i mean literally people are saying fake things and it's coming from really powerful people and everyone is like, oh, yeah, that's true. And I'm just sitting here with my head like, what do you mean that is true? And that continued up until it's still continuing, right? And then the second one that it just hit another, what is it called? Like another level, like a level two reached. Maybe there was like level 12 reached was with the coronavirus that with the masks and, you know, what this disease uh, is and all those kind of things. 
those two things for me have really stood out on what is reality and what is fake and how insane that it is just swerving into one. Absolutely. You know, there was uh, something I was watching recently. I think it was a university professor and she was a professor or is a professor of psychology. I believe it was psychology. And uh, she is debunking those little, you know, before they basically before it was just a fancy quote with a dramatic, beautiful picture in the background and cute little font that says, love yourself before you learn to love others or some kind of, you know, something inspirational. Yeah, those flu-flu motivational Things. affirmation type stuff. Exactly, yes. And so now people apparently on TikTok have taken it to a different level where they say, you know, psychology says this is how you should do this. Or Ugh. psychology says that this is a seven signs of a manipulative person and these kinds of things. And she's on there basically debunking that. Someone says their headline, you know, and she just uh, cuts in before they even do anything. And she's like, yeah, this isn't true because like, how would you even quantify that? Some of the things are literally not quantifiable. And she just calls it out. And you know, maybe that is so funny because, yeah, yeah, when you mention psychology today, like psychology says, I find that interesting by itself. <laughs> and I heard that conversation in Islamic context as well. They were like, Islam says, and it's like, when did Islam say anything? Right. When did psychology say anything? Right. A person says something, the Quran says something, you know, like a researcher says something. And so, yeah, you're really right. It's like, how can I make myself become a uh, a source a trusted source let me just add in psychology says or the researchers say yeah you know it's like yeah like not even that's 101 man you gotta establish who you who you are and she says it she's like hey i'm a professor like says somewhere but basically she um that is one of the things that she mentioned is like you know you don't even list any of your sources you don't even talk about anything like you know she says seven things if you're doing this please stop if you're doing this please stop but you know that's just one example how are you supposed to do that with ten thousand people or you know so many different platforms you will see the same kind of image on facebook someone else might be talking about it on tiktok and then it's gonna actually be on whatsapp too and it's 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 around the globe now and that one platform how are you going to you know or multiple platforms how are you going to address I think address that's all a, of that's them? the issue we can't address the issue because it's so pervasive mm. we can't even begin to address it what we can do is I, oh actually i really wanted to share this it's by umar anha he reported he said know that allah has servants who cause some falsehoods to die out by ignoring it and they give life to the truth by mentioning it. So some of the stuff, don't even give it the light of the day. You know, some people are like, oh, I can't believe this person said that. And it's like, okay. So like the podcaster you mentioned, I mean, that's her thing. She just debunks stuff, which is fine. But some people just feed into that, right? Oh, yeah, look, I had this stuff people say. And they would just talk badly about falsehood. And then that in itself becomes like, you know, a trending topic on right. Twitter or whatever. Right. It's like, just ignore it. Don't even give it the light of day. In the same vein, there are some who actually, and I've found myself doing that. I was like, you know, this was intriguing, but this was a headline and I don't know how true it is. So if you have the time, do the research on it. And I'm very curious what you find out. 
But I still feel bad because I'm like, I wish I could have done the research and told you the actual thing. But I just didn't. And uh, I've done that. And I think that is a lot. It's very easy to do as well. It's just like, yeah, I saw this somewhere. Didn't you know that this is the way it is? Yeah, yeah I, I read it somewhere. Yeah. You know, I've also used those words. Oh, yeah, I did see that somewhere that, you know, this this happens this way. And it's like, well, I don't, how do I know <laughs> exactly. if whether it's true or not? And I think that's one of the things, too, is you're mentioning, you know, you mentioned TikTok and WhatsApp and, and, and social media, whatever. I think... You know, okay, so we're believers, right? Like, I always feel this problem that we're talking about is not only a Muslim problem. This is, like, a human problem right now that people have been talking about it for a couple of years, right? And mm-hmm. when I think of things happening that are outside of the Muslim sphere, I'm like, okay, fine. You know, people have issues. They don't have the right guidance. The morality is all messed up. But when I see Muslims fall into that, then I get, like, really... I take it personally because I'm like, we no better like we literally know allah says in the quran like literally don't spread falsehood you know don't spread news that you don't know anything about if someone brings you news then research it to make sure that it is right and i think maybe at this point we cannot be researching and sharing stuff i think we'll just go crazy because of so falsehood i think we should just we just should not get information from the sources where it is so easy to get misled I mean, you're right, but, and I think that was, that was one of the, the things I think we mentioned our before, maybe in our private conversations, but, uh, Philip DeFranco came up with the same idea. Basically, you don't have to go to another platform for, for good and true information. So that was his thing is like, no, you, you actually don't have to avoid the entire platform. You just have to make sure you go to the right person on that yes. same platform. That's what I meant. I didn't mean to completely boycott the platform because I myself use social media. But I would say, okay, if there's an account I'm following or somebody I'm following who just is, oh, I'm just going to share facts or news. I'm going to be like, you know what? I can't even trust that. So I'm just going to not follow those people. Yeah. Like, That's what I, I would, was saying. I would follow, Don't get my like, news yeah. from there. Yeah, yeah, I would follow like an actual professor or like news um, reporter, a credible like people. source. Yeah, yeah, someone that I can trust for to get that kind of information. <laughs> Let me just from. say, you have a podcaster or a YouTuber or you know those even the talk shows, they're not the credible source of news. I mean, I know that that sounds crazy, but it needs to be said out there because someone would be like, oh yeah, this person, John. I don't know, somebody. And, oh, yeah, I totally trust him because who is he? You know, who is he? Who, who What people are sponsoring him? Where is his platform? How, like, who are the people in his team? You need to know all of that to say, okay, I believe in John. That John needs to be really transparent about all of this. You know what I mean? And that's not going to happen with YouTubers and and, and I say this being a YouTuber and a podcaster and a blogger myself, like you better be completely transparent or, and they're going to lie. Lie is there. And the Prophet said that before the hour comes, there will be years of deceit in which a truthful person will be disbelieved and a liar will be believed and the insignificant will have a say. Ooh. And I found the last part, insignificant, like completely like nobody and nobody will have a say basically. 
Yeah. Just imagine this, right? Like, that's us. That's me and you. And we will have a say. I mean, low-key, that's, that's what's happening, though. Like, low-key. Yeah. And that's why we're talking about this topic. Because it is crazy. Because nobody, people who have no business, are talking about stuff that they shouldn't be talking about. I mean, we're talking about stuff we shouldn't be talking about. <laughs> no, we're talking about the issues. But we're not sitting there and be like, did you know, based on psychology... <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean and you're right like podcasting is you're really true i think we need to be more mindful of the stuff that we talk about on our podcast and what we listen to other podcasters say because yeah uh, sometimes it comes from a source that we trust and i don't know maybe that source didn't do a proper research so you gotta be like i need to make sure that it is right yeah uh, and that's tough man i think that's in the day and age that we're living in, that's tough to do. What I have ended up doing is just uh, everything I see on the internet is false. And I just go off of that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> let me not believe it until I see something more significant about it. Exactly. I'm pretty much like, okay, well, I, I can't trust it. I wonder, you know, whatever. And uh, it's it's a shame because then... I don't have the opportunity to actually use my mind because I'm discarding so much information rather than retaining and trying to make sense of it. And before, that's what I used to do, you know? Like, I read something or I see something and I really try to understand and fit in the puzzle. You know, politics are, are very interesting, so they're kind of quite factual in the sense that this event did occur. These two people did meet. You have... Uh, the actual written record of what was said. You can watch um, the the videos if they have videos. You can actually see the event and, and see what transpired. So it's very interesting because then you're able to kind of make these dots, connections. You can kind of guess what might happen. And, you know, ooh, our parents are, they have fun with politics, you know, just different kinds of, of politics from Pakistan, politics from America. And it was very interesting getting into those conversations with them because, A, it doesn't matter what your age is and uh, no matter your gender, no matter your nationality, everyone can talk to some level about politics. So that was an interesting thing. I found that being the baseline for a lot of conversations that I've had. Any kind of political conversation can get you somewhere, but... For that, I was reading online and getting that information from sources I thought were trustful at that time, uh, or trustworthy, excuse me, at that time. And uh, they were. Now, I don't have time to be seeking those sources. I don't have time to be double checking. I don't have time to, oh, is this is this correct or, or not? Yeah, I just simply yeah. have too much and and not enough mental energy to double, sometimes triple check. Sometimes you really do have to triple check the validity of that information. That's a lot of research. So and and that has really I think been a shame because now I that baseline conversation, like I said, I can talk about politics, but now my my information is a couple years old now, you know, and I can't really bring it up to date until I put in that time and effort. And I don't think I want to. <laughs> I don't think I can, uh, even if I do want to. Well, you know, I want to share some resources now, right? Because there is a lot. Um, and so there are some resources available where you can double check. Uh, and they're the ones who are doing the work for you. 
So you have to trust the resources and, and they've been around for long enough to be trustworthy. Um, one of them is PolitiFact. It actually got a Pulitzer Prize this, because it was spotting fake news and fixing it. And then there's Snopes, right? Like everybody, we've been, Snopes have been around for a long time. And it was really sad because in, the, in this current uh, election that just ended in the U.S., people were bashing Snopes. All the uh, right-wing media were bashing Snopes because Snopes was doing a job. Snopes was like, okay, yeah, this is all fake. We're telling you the real stuff, especially with the pandemic. Um, and people were like, oh, Snopes is bought by da-da-da-da-da. They're not giving you facts. They just want you to be scared. So there's a lot of that going on. So you really have to be mindful of who is telling you that it's false, right? Like Snopes is, I mean, it is respected and it's a good source. And there's actually another one called Pundit Facts, which I just learned about recently. And they just look at the different news channels and they rate them based on their personalities and pundits that they get on their so uh, shows and then they will tell you okay how much was true how much was false and stuff like that so i mean there are you know informations out there but you have to do your due diligence at once in the beginning to make sure outright that you're not going to a crazy website or source to get information like i i think i told you before i had a neighbor recently i mean they were just like just sprouting stuff which i know that comes from very highly questionable sources right and so you have to be sure who you are talking to to begin with. Like your initial uh, source of information needs to be good enough, and then you can further Absolutely, scrutinize. Absolutely, but that's it later. what I mean is is the difficult part. It's not just that you have to do your initial due diligence. No, you really have. It's it's a lot. It's a project. It's like something you have to build into your daily life. You have to. You see this thing. Let me tell you, because you're scrolling. And something comes up and it's potentially useful. Now you it's you got to build it into your thing. Okay, now I got to validate this before I really get it. Let it do anything to me. You see, like, I, w I would say I agree with you. And I think that needs to become a habit. But like to a certain extent, because we're not here researchers. When we're going on social media, I'm not going in there to be like, let me scrutinize this. You know, I'm just going in there because I normally want to just mm -hmm. escape from the reality for a little while, right? Or whatever, like whatever the reasons are. So I'm not going to do that. But I will say that if I'm inclined to look at something and say, oh my goodness, I need to employ this in my life, then I will be like, let me make sure. Oh, Summer, I've told you this before and I've talked about this multiple times. And every time I talk about it, someone bashes me for it. But I'm going to tell you all the story of the medical medium. Do you remember him, Summer? I don't. No, you you've when probably I, mentioned when him. When I... Oh, oh, my God. Yes. Um, Because I, I refuse to mention him, except that if there's an important need to, because I really dislike everything about the situation. And that was when I was diagnosed with Hashimoto's, like within the first couple of months. And I'm like, oh, no, I need to find out what I can do. And there's a lot of information out there. And there was this guy called medical medium who knew everything about Hashimoto's. And me... In my desperate state, I was like, I'm going to buy this book. Within it is a section in which he's talking about Hashimoto's. I was following this guy on social media for a long time. And he talked about vegetables and, and you know, all the healing power that comes in veggies and all those kind of things. And I believe them. I do. I, I believe in that, that there is a lot of healing power in fruits, vegetables, everything Allah has created. Um, and then I read a little bit of that portion of Hashimoto's and he had this protocol, Right. And, and honestly, I don't remember if there was anything else in it that was questionable. 
But I had this protocol. I'm like, okay, I'm going to follow this protocol. I'm going to follow it to the T. And I told that to my husband and he was like, and it was drastic, right? Like that's a, that's a life change. That's information I'm talking about. You read something, you're like, I'm going to employ this. You need to do your due diligence at that point. And then Hamza was like, hey, uh, are you sure about this? I'm like, oh yeah, I am so sure. I don't want the Hashimoto's. I want to heal this Hashimoto's. I don't want to live with this. I want to do the best I can to get this done, you know? And and then I was like, okay, you know, uh, tomorrow is is a day that I'm going to start. Like I was on this and I'm, I'm that kind of a person. When I find something, I'm like, I'm going to do it and I'm just going to do it. And so subhanAllah, it was that night. I prayed to Sahara about it because it's a huge life decision. And I couldn't sleep the whole night. Uh, that, that's not uncommon. That happens to me a lot. And I was like, okay, let me just Google this guy. I mean, subhanAllah, all I had to do was Google this guy. And everything was straightforward. And I'm like, what, am I reading this? Is this really true? And I went back to the same book that I had. And I went to the beginning. And then he's talking about, oh, when I was very young, he saw this old man who was an angel. And he would come and tell him that this person was sick. And he would be like, I will be sitting on a bus and the angel will tell me this person has this disease. And I will tell them and they would be all shocked. Oh my God, I have this disease. I mean, this is really highly problematic stuff. And it's so prevalent. Like, And you don't know, believe how many people on my Instagram still mention him to him. And they're believers and they're Muslims. And they're like, oh yeah, look at this. You should check out Medical Medium. He talks about Hashimoto's. I'm like, I'm really grateful that you thought of me, that you think this remission will help me. Um, but at some point, I don't say anything. And then other point, I point them to the blog post that I wrote, which gets me in trouble a lot. Because I was like, <laughs> no. And I had to write it. I had to write the blog post because I'm like, Muslims need to know. At least know going, before you go in what kind of a person you're getting yourself involved with, you know? Absolutely. And I think this is a main point that you've hit on. Especially if you are not only so we talked about you, you see a piece of information online and before you relay it to someone else, make sure it is valid or don't don't keep that in your mind. Don't don't bring that up. Forget about it. Now you just mentioned if you're actually going to act based on the information you find online, that that's Mm -hmm. that's something too. absolutely. That's something that we don't really talk about and we should especially when you're especially when you're gonna act on something at least google absolutely sometimes that's all that's necessary i don't think i've had any certain situation like that but i mean i I mean it sounds like an obvious thing to do i google my doctors before i go to a doctor (laughs) you know i'm like i google everything before i do it i check reviews for everything before i use it or buy it online and it's just like if I can at least find peer reviewed uh peer reviews of this item. I'm sure I can find journals and other peer reviewed kind of stuff somewhere. Reviews are everything. It's subhanallah, it's really important too because this really reviews part I really hit on. There was another fellow podcaster and she shared that oh my god, I'm telling you guys, you know, there's this so-called university they tell you that they have this course about digital media podcasting and they're like it's a money back guarantee within a certain number of days and she was like i you know i paid for it i did all that and there was nothing on the other side like it was all a huge scam and she was like subhanallah i never did the research if i had looked for reviews it was all over that this was fake so i think a lot of the times when it comes to this fakeness same with me and probably same with the other person and a lot of people they always attract the desperate people. 
someone who's like, I really want to know this. I really want to learn this. And subhanAllah, what is what is what do we know in Islam, right? Like the the action that's done with haste is a shaitan. Like shaitan is the one who made you act in haste. So don't act out of desperation. Don't be hasty about making important decisions. Like literally sleep on it and then research about it. And then you're like, okay, I'm investing this much money or I'm investing my whole body and health. <laughs> Make sure that it is it is legitimate and appropriate. Absolutely. I mean, I don't think there's much more to be said other than why aren't we already doing this? Do you have any insight as to kind of like, I mean, we've talked about how to troubleshoot this issue. Do you have any insight as to kind of how it began? You know, this is really interesting because I think about this, nothing, nothing, especially when it's something like this, like look at, look at the pandemic. It started from one place and now it's all over the place. Something always starts from somewhere. And Shaitan is, is, uh, you know, I mean, he's like, I mean, the dude's job <laughs> is to do stuff like this. And there was this hadith that I wanted to share in Abu Dawood where the Prophet uh, actually, Abdullah ibn Umar said that my mother called me one day while the Messenger of Allah was seated in her house. And she said, come here, I will give you something. The Prophet said to her, what do you want to give him? She said, I will give him a date. The Prophet said, if he had not given him anything, it would have been recorded against you as a lie. Something is simple. Oh yeah, why don't you come sit with me? I'll give you something special, right? Uh, but like just little bits of lies become a fabric of your existence eventually. And then before you know it, you know, your kids and then the kids, third generation later, they're involved in Facebook spreading lies. I mean, really. So I think it it's not, we cannot blame social media because I am 100% sure all of us can look into our lives and know exactly when we did the, the same thing that we're like hitting on right now. It was now. like, even if it's a child, that's the thing, you know, even if it's a child and you're saying, hey, just come here, um, I'll get you some, I'll get you some candy, knowing that it's a child, they will forget at some point or another. Yes, subhanallah. It's so funny, Summer, when you said that, because if you look at all the creepy people, right? Oh like the highly criminal acts that happened, that's exactly what they say. I'll give you candy. I mean, just think about that, right? Like this in itself, just fakeness and lying to somebody. You don't really hear that coming from a good source. And I was, I forgot where we listened to this. And actually Hamza sent it to me. I don't remember what it was now. Um, but I mean, you don't have to know the source at this point. But what he said was about, you know, even with the animals that you're, and we used to do that with our chickens and we had them, we would shake the the bag of worms mm. that they know that the worms in it and they would come running. And if you shake that bag of worms, you better give them the worms. And with our cats, like, you know, if I'm like, oh my God, I really want this cat to come to me. And she's like upstairs and I'm downstairs. And one of them, like if we shake the treat bag, she comes running. And it's like, if I'm shaking that bag, my intention better not be, oh, yeah, I'm just going to put it away. And now she's here, but that I'm going to feed her. And this is cats. And this is chicken. These are animals. You know, they don't understand if you're but lying they have to rights. them. But like, but we know. And what actions we do, we know the reality of it. And it will affect our hearts and our existence if we just do it, you know, like. Yeah, so we have to make sure that we ourselves are not are not giving out that wrong information. We ourselves are not falling into this cycle and leading others astray, right? In essence, that's what it is. When we're lying, 
even if it's a small lie in person, like we were saying to a child uh, that's like really, really young, you know, they're going to forget and you're like, oh, it's it's fine. Just just do it. I'll, I'll, I'll do this for you. And you never do that. That's one thing that's incorrect and, and inadmissible. And then obviously, like you're talking about, you know, with the with the animals, I see some people and make some videos where they where they do exactly what you're saying. They shake the food thing and they put it in their bowl and then they leave and they leave, I think, just like one or two little literal crumbs like dry food crumbs. <laughs> I remember so seeing this and animal is like, what I'm the, just, why? You know, I'm, I'm just <laughs> hoping and I'm sure that after that little video, they do give them the full food. But it's just so mean. Yeah. But you know, like making sure that we aren't leading others astray and, and, and letting people think, oh yeah, no, actually there are some people who only give one or two kernels of food to their animals. Like that's mm-hmm. that's what that's gonna lead just, to just for that exactly. video. I mean, you it, haven't you necessarily remember. someone young and and who doesn't know how to treat animals, who doesn't know what's right or wrong, might see that video and think that that's acceptable to do. But we don't think about the consequence of that video. That person might not know that that's that's not right. <laughs> you need to give them the actual see, food. You gotta me, own that. To me, it isn't a, isn't even about the third person who's watching. To me, I don't even think that's where your mind needs to be. Your mind needs to be, what am I doing? Is this right mm. or wrong? Like, who cares what the impact is going to be on the third person? Because if you're doing the right thing, the impact is going to be good. Like, uh, I don't remember exactly which Sahabi it was. I don't know if it was it was her mother Aisha or not. But she was at home and a man visited who was blind. And she was like, oh, I don't have to wear the hijab, right? Because he's blind. But the Prophet, I believe, told her that he's not, he's blind, but you're mm-hmm. not. You know, like it doesn't matter who is he, who are you? What is the standard you're setting for yourself? Are you just going to be like, let me just do this because it gets several likes or hearts? Or should I just lie this and, and t- tell this white lie so I can get XYZ that I want mm-hmm. from this person? Like, is that the standard you want to set for yourself? Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Don't don't be a liar, y'all. That's what it's coming down to. Like, don't. <laughs> Subhanallah, it is easier said than done. But I think as long as we're consciously trying, we're on the right path. And, you know, this this signs of, of lying. And I mentioned Hadith earlier that it is such signs of a big day of judgment, right? Like the, the times are approaching and these are some of the signs that we're witnessing. And there's this really cool article on... Uh, it's another podcast called Boys in the Cave, actually. And they made this really cool article. It's called Modern Day Signs of the Day of Judgment. We'll link it in the show notes for you. Um, over there, they have all the signs. And they talk about, dude, this is happening. And this is how it's happening. And I think we need to look at those signs and accept that, okay, they're happening out of my reach because there's some things I can't control. I can't control if the president of my country is a liar. I can't control that but I can control myself, right? Like I can't control there is prevalence of adult- adultery or fornication in a community, but I can control myself, right? So just look at those major signs, including lying and be like, okay, how can I have that standard for myself where I'm not engaged in this or that activity? And I think that's really the only way to move forward. I, I mean, you can't control other people, man. That's at the end of the day, that's what it is. Just as you've, you know, you've already said it. Yeah. You can only change yourself and we shouldn't expect others to change. 
And it, it is a darn shame. It is an absolute shame when you see someone that they know, they know not to do this. They do know better and uh, they do it anyway. And you're like, come on, even et tu, Brutus, you know, like really, <laughs> I really expect it better. <laughs> when it's blatant, I find it hard to, when it's totally blatant, wrong, right? I'm like, I really find it hard and I know we're supposed to make excuses. And I remind myself that I have done a lot of things which are really questionable and wrong, you know? So I, it really helps me to be more compassionate towards that person. When it's blatant, it's really hard. It's really hard to do that. And when it comes to small things, it's like, okay, you know, people fall into that, you know? There was, there was a huge thing that happened with child trafficking and Wayfair. It was all falsehood, but it spread like wildfire. And I saw, yeah, it was just, don't worry about it, Summer. That was my reaction to it. I I'm had like, never even heard of this. And then, so I mean, like, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> and Wayfair had to be like, hey, we're not involved in child trafficking. They literally had to explain themselves. And I'm like, subhanAllah, I cannot believe someone came to me and said, Samia, you're talking about worshipping other gods. Like, I'd be like, excuse me? Of course I'm not talking about, you know, like, sometimes it's so out of the character that and i feel bad for people who have to go out of their way to be like oh yeah i'm not a murderer by the yeah. way it's like, like it's not what, even what the same genre Let's stop doing right that. now like wafers furniture you're talking about a whole nother kind of trade that's just different if, genre if you guys know if you guys know what i'm talking about um i hope you know that it was falsehood i hope you know that it was all fake and 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 I hope that that gives you an indication to see exactly how prevalent and how harmful this stuff can be. Because this can literally harm people. I mean, can you imagine if it happens to a small company and they don't have the backing to keep running after all these like, what is this word? There's this word for this, like bullying in a way, but like more organized going your way and completely like shutting down your business. It can really hurt people's businesses, personalities, reputations, families, subhanAllah, like be careful what you oh you know in, let me tell you Ooh, people probably already know so much maybe you don't know maybe i told you about it but there was some drama on youtube with a beauty youtuber well like two of them and it was beginning of 2020 y'all know y'all know y'all don't y'all don't yeah, oh, yeah it was huge man it was huge but the thing about it, it was so intriguing. You know, there were follow-up videos made months later to kind of clarify. And and it was interesting insight into what actually happened. And at the bottom of it was falsehood. Lies. It was mm -hmm. just fabrications or hints of lies. You know, lies mixed with truth, that kind of thing. And... That led a person to do something in a public forum with their public standing to, to take action based on that falsehood. Now, if that's the president of a country led to believe that someone else is going to kill their people, you're talking about actual action that's going to kill lives. Now, this was a beauty YouTuber, and it was on YouTube, obviously. It was different, but it still messed up a career. It messed up a lot of people listening, and it was slanderous because it was based on falsehoods. It was, you know, it was, it was amazing what a huge deal it was, and it was amazing what a small thing it came out of. And it was a shame, and, and that's the thing. We all have to, even in our private lives, 
even with our conversations with others, with our friends, families, you saying that she did, he did, they said, did you, did, do you know though? Like, do you know, were you there? Does this matter? Why are we talking about this? We got to be careful about that too. And, and on the same, you know, YouTube, when it comes to all these scandals that happen any time of an entertainment space, you have people who do commentaries on it and they have people sharing their opinions on it. I mean, that's just like, there was this documentary, uh, movie, it's called The Crown. It's about King Henry way back when, right? And it's really interesting because he um, starts a war with France, according to this movie, he starts a war, literally people like butchered and massacred. And then the daughter of the French kings, whatever, she's like, why did you start this war? And he's like, well, you know, they threatened me. They, they they made fun of me. They threatened me. They sent me to assassinate me. And she was like, no one sent anyone to assassinate you. And it was like, the premise of that war, according to this movie at least, was a lie. Someone had fed this into his mind. Oh yeah, by the way, they're trying to kill you. And it was a person who obviously wanted him to fail, etc. And that just started a war with a country and a bunch of people die. I mean, I don't think we can underestimate the evil that comes from lies, whether you call them white lies or whatever. Lie is a lie, in my opinion. You got to be really careful. You don't play around with a tool of shape like that. Absolutely. And like I said, lessons learned. We have to be careful in our private lives not to become another cog in the wheel. We're not adding to the lies. And when we're consuming, we have to be careful in multiple ways. Make sure we're not... Um, sending that information elsewhere and then uh, making sure before we act on it man this was a you said this was a heavy slash light where i'm where's the light like it was all heavy (laughs) yeah i think i think probably there was no light in there because it is a major sign of day of judgment so perhaps in essence it was always yeah that was misleading ironically (laughs) that was misleading i (laughs) Okay, so that all happened before we actually talked. So <laughs> I, I would say I was projecting something that didn't turn out to be true. But I want to hear from you guys uh, on, on Instagram, hashtag matcha talk. Let us know of how, what steps that, uh, especially after listening to us talk about this today, what steps that you will take from now on to ensure that what you're consuming and sharing is accurate like what are what are steps that you're going to take and if they are like i share some resources like politifax snopes etc if you have other resources out there where you're like hey this is a great place to get some some of that sorted out share that with us too on instagram where they're at and also if you have habits like i mentioned if there's gotta be a better way but i don't know a better way but you know you see something and then immediately it's time to go qualify it or validate it is there another way? I must be missing it. So let us know. Hashtag matcha talk. I need to know a better efficient method. <laughs> yes. Thank you very much for joining us today. I'm glad we were able to get back together and get another Woo-hoo. episode to you guys. And I hope that you enjoyed this conversation and this topic for the day. Leave us a review on iTunes to share your love with us. We'd love to hear it. And check out the show notes to learn about Matcha Talk. And I'm going to actually list all the stuff. I'm saying that I am because I'm in charge of that. So (laughs) literally, I will write down all the information that we shared talking about the resources for truth 
and et cetera, et cetera, on there in the show notes. Inshallah, and we're going to try and be a bit more mindful of having good information and all these resources from this point on. We're going to we're going to do what we preach. Inshallah, inshallah, that is the grand plan. But thanks uh, for having Samacha with us today, y'all. We'll talk to you next time. <laughs> Assalamualaikum. As